What's up, chat? How we doing, guys? You guys uh, might know Big Drew. If not, Big Drew. We got John or J-Cal in the chat as well. Uh, we are going to be doing the podcast. We only have one microphone here for you guys to hear. But this will be on live uh, on the Court of Nerds uh, website, thecourtofnerds.com. Or courtofnerds.com? No, the, right? The Court of Nerds. Yeah, there's a the. The, the courtofnerds.com. Uh, obviously, we're going to be doing a podcast, so I'm not going to have that much chat interaction available. Um, but... I'll we'll uh, try to keep up. I'll try. I'll try. I've got chat right here. I love you guys. Thank you guys for being here. And uh, we're going to get started. Yeah. So uh, this is weird, but we're going to do it. It's weird. People normally never watch us do this, so I do all kinds of weird stuff. Well, let's just start the show like norms. Do it like we normally do it. Start Always. the show. All right, here we go. Hi, I'm Stephanie Shea, and I am a close personal friend with the Court of Nerds. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of appropriate listening ages. You're listening to the podcast brought to you by Happiness, Sunshine, Rainbows, and Kevin's new puppy, who I want to pet so badly, and his name is Dave. Ha! I'm Drew. I'm John. And I'm Biff. And we are your Court of Nerds. We're the podcast that brings you all things nerdy in a fairly randomized way, in whatever way we really kind of feel like it based on the day. We, of course, also the podcast brought to you by our good friends at Tardy's Collector's Corner. It's where I buy comic books and other various items of interest. Yeah, you can check out my videos every Wednesday between 5.30 and 5.45 for the picks of the week live with Gavin, the owner. That's right. And coming up on Saturday, June 8th, it is Tardy's 40th anniversary, which is massive, guys. It is a local comic shop that has stayed in business for 40 years here in West Michigan. They're bringing in special guest Eric Powell creator of Goon on June 8th. You guys are going to want to check out all that information. It's all on Facebook or just stop by Tardies. They're more than happy to talk to you about it. Uh, It's been a long time since we left you without a dope beat to step to, so we're back. (laughs) We're back, and I'm really excited today. A lot of good stuff to get to. Of course, we are live on Twitch, so I do want to talk to Biff about what's going on on Twitch, what the trends are, what people are playing. Uh, I got to talk to John about Golf Clash because it's what John's playing. (laughs) I know. It's my game. John loves the Golf Clash, and uh, Golf Clash Tommy, eh? Dude, he's the best. Shout-outs to Golf Clash Tommy today. But the thing I wanted to start with is something that I think is going to, John, no offense, affect a lot more people than Golf Clash and Golf Clash Tommy. Oh, that's fine. That's the streaming wars, you guys. And and the streaming wars, of course, if you're not familiar with what's going on, Disney now owns Hulu. Yep. And is also going to launch the behemoth Disney Plus service, which already has fanboys like John with their knickers all in a twist. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I got double daughters coming. I need them Disney yeah. princess shows. Oh, bull. Hold on. Let me let me borrow from our good friend Conrad Thompson. <laughs> Bullshit, John. It's also true. Bullshit. You need them Disney princesses. You're buying Disney Plus because they're doing Star Wars shows. Yeah, it's true. Yep. Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I'm buying Disney Plus because they're doing Marvel shows. Yeah. But yeah. then I've still got, you know, and, and I currently don't pay for Netflix. I'm one of the millions of people who uses someone else's Netflix login. <laughs> right. You know, come on, don't sit there and act like you're better than me. You all do it. But now you've even got the DC streaming service, service fledgling as it is. Right. John, you were sending me our buddies over at Mr. Sunday Movies were saying they might have trouble keeping the lights on with this thing. I think so. It's, it's too niche from what they were saying. Like, the big... Good thing about it is that you can read all the backlog comic books right. 
that are on or that are all DC. That's, that's the sex appeal. That's Everything the they've digitized is the sex appeal of for the DC. Them, but so are they only are they not creating new shows for the streaming service? They're no, just they digitizing. are. Okay, they are. They but, are. And that's a great question, Biff. And they brought that up on the Mr. Sunday Movies cast. Was the shows they're creating are getting great reviews. I, I think uh, Doom Patrol has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, Jesus. The first season of Titans was really well received. Of course, the, the new season of Young Justice, all the dorks like me went nuts for it. But I think that's the kind of larger point here is that dorks went nuts for it. Right. But who else is like, oh, yeah, I fuck with Doom Patrol yeah. heavy. Like, well, it's a lot of ancillary comics that a lot of people don't know about. You know, it's one of those things where you have to already be a fanboy for this service to even be justifiable. Right. And I mean, listen, John and I both were big fans of the DC animated movies. They've all been great. Right. But no one's paying a monthly service to be able to watch something that you watch once and then you've yeah. seen it. Well, right. I, did the, I did the free trial. Okay. And I liked it, but I couldn't justify $75 a year when Disney is going to be, I think, what, 65 a year? Okay. Yeah. $6.99 a month or and $65 a year? And that's got Marvel. That's got Marvel, Star Wars, yep. everything that's in Disney's vault. Right. And all the Fox properties. So you have yeah. X-Men, you have The Simpsons, Deadpool. you have everything. Yeah. Like, it's going to be a monopolized thing here soon. Oh. And especially with them now owning Hulu, you'll be able to put shows like Daredevil and Jessica Jones and Punisher, if they ever come back to Marvel, right. if they even make them canon anymore, to a Hulu to get the F-bombs, to get that kind of stuff Well, on and I there. guess that was going to be my question next, because since now that uh, Disney owns Marvel and Disney owns Fox and all that, like, where does your Deadpool fit in with this whole family-friendly Disney that used to be, you know? I mean... Well, they did do Once Upon a Deadpool, which is PG-13, and yeah, Spider-Man 3... Yeah, but it sucked. ...could have Deadpool in it, maybe. Now, that's we'll been see. the rumor. We'll that's been the rumor is that they'll either, A, go ahead with Deadpool 3 as planned. Right. Deadpool 3 will just come out in the schedule it was supposed to come out in, and we're just going to get Deadpool 3. Mm. But as far as, as John alluded to, mixing him into the greater Marvel-verse, which... Biff, you're right, has to happen. I think so. The guy's a smash hit. It is a smash hit of a character. But how do you work it in? Now, it depends on where your Deadpool is based. If it is New York City, yeah, you have him just walk on in Spider-Man 3, right. break the yes. fourth wall, and walk off screen, and now he's canon in the universe. Right, right. You get that buddy cop Spider-Man Deadpool movie. Going. Oh, listen, some <laughs> of my favorite... Some of my <laughs> favorite crossovers. No, I think he's right. I think he's right. I think some of the best crossovers have been Spider-Man Deadpool because they are such... An odd couple. They're right. such a Riggs and Murtaugh. You're yeah. right. They're right, right. Very opposite. One's very vulgar. One's very pleasant. They're Chris right. Farley and David Spade. <laughs> you have your friendly neighborhood guy and the guy who wants to burn down the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. You're <laughs> right. right. Because he saw a spider and doesn't like that spider exactly. and wants to burn the entire... No napalm. <laughs> nope. No middle ground. And burn listen, it all. I love the idea of Ryan Reynolds and Tom Holland teaming up. I think that would be just adorable. Yeah. But I think Biff's point of Marvel is still clinging to this family-friendly facade is is possibly a problem for Deadpool, especially for Deadpool. I mean, I'm thrilled, you guys, and they just announced it, I believe it was earlier today, that Jessica Jones' third season is actually going to get to come out. Okay. There were yes. some rumors that it wouldn't be released, but it is now officially coming out. I believe June 14th is the release date. So for they're it. actually going to put that on Netflix then? Well, yeah, yeah, because they, and, and, you know, the joke from John's friends at Mr. Sunday Movies was they accidentally filmed the third season already. Uh, accidentally. Yeah. Right. It was yeah, already yeah. done. They had already filmed it. And so they were like, well, we're just going to put it out. Yeah. 
because we've got it. We own it. We own the rights to it. We're going to make it. It's it's here for you. And I'm really excited for it. I'm, I'm excited that Jessica Jones is going to be, you know, the one that kind of gets to close everything. Yeah. But yeah, John, I think you made a good point earlier about them being able to use Hulu as kind of their, you know, adult branding. Their bad boy image. Right. Because you can call it a right, Hulu original right. and not a Disney Plus original. Yeah, I think no, that's that, where the branding comes in. That makes in. sense. Yeah. No, you I know? like that. Because I think Iger was thinking about that too. Because he's like, well, we have all these properties that are making money like Deadpool. Right. Like, Daredevil's just making money. X-Men, even though it may not do, I mean, it still makes a ton of money. But like, if you want to do those. R-rated Wolverines or anything right. like that. You need a workaround with a scapegoat, that. if you, you will. Yeah, like, it's Lucasfilm for Star Wars. It's not Disney. Disney, right. the castle doesn't show up before a Star Wars movie. Well, and the castle no, doesn't show true. up before Avengers either. No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's that's Marvel Studio. Okay. Yeah. Well, and I mean that makes sense too. It's just because you get. You get these people that are like, oh, it's Disney now, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's going to be so much better than it used to be. And production value, yeah, maybe, but I don't know. Like, at the end of the day, Marvel's been, their production value has been amazing. Um, But I think people would have, now, granted, Star Wars has never really been, like, uh, rough around the edges, I guess, as far as, like, content. But, you know, when you wow. do get into... So, I mean, no, Besides no, no, that no. whole incest thing. It's, depends <laughs> well, on who I you want to talk to, but I yeah. Get, right. But you know what I'm saying. There's no, yeah. like, uh, F-bombs and stuff like that out no, of nowhere the, for no the reason. The first movie that was PG-13 was Revenge of the Sith, and that was like, oh, my God, PG-13? Right, like, yeah. It will so, never be R. So I just hope that people don't think that just because it's owned by Disney now that they don't have the capability to be R movies again, but... I feel like this is definitely an eggshell situation for Disney as well because they're like, okay, how do we approach this? This already has a massive fan base. We can't piss these people off, but maybe we will because we're Disney and fuck you. Well, yeah, you don't want to go on Disney Plus and click on Deadpool on accident when you're looking for Frozen, <laughs> right, you know? Right, Like, it just makes sense to have it put on Hulu yeah. and not, right, not Disney have it Plus. There. Yeah. And maybe Hulu's where all the Fox stuff ends up living, you know? Because, mm. guys, I think we're also underestimating the amount of cartoon content that Fox owns. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know, keep no. in mind, those 90s cartoons that we loved, the X-Men, the, you know, the Spider-Man, I believe those aired on Fox Saturday mornings. Yes. Yep. So we've got another connection there. So the streaming wars heating up. Another thing we're going to keep an eye on. Something else heating up? Well, it's the weather outside. Yeah. And that means summer movies are coming. Oh, yeah. And while we've gotten what will arguably the big, be the biggest movie of all time already in theaters with Avengers Endgame, yep. we've still got some big ones coming out. And I want to kind of gauge how hype you guys are for some of these. We're going to run through these real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week is the first one that's on my radar, and it's because I am a big fan of Gojira. Godzilla, King of Monsters, hits this week. Yep. And, of course, if you're not familiar, it's going to feature Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things. A lot of the cast from the previous one that didn't die returns, yeah. including Ken Watanabe, which just gives me the biggest nerd major monster boner. <laughs> because if he gets to say, let them fight again, I will pop in the theater. I swear to God. Maybe they'll change it up and be like, let them all fight. Let them like all 17 Or he'll say, let us fight. I don't care. Whatever it is. Ken Watanabe, please deliver that iconic line for us. Where are you guys at on this one? This, this one hits this week. It's it's a Godzilla film. I think we all know what to expect from right. it. But, John, where are you at on this one? I cannot wait to see this one. It is 
I think it looks fantastic. I think they're throwing out all the punches in this one. Like they're do it all. They're, I don't think they're all, assuming they get a third. Throw all them. No, I think they. I think they do. Really? I think this is setting up Kong versus Godzilla, hmm. that monster universe. Yeah, someone's showing up in the end credit scenes of this one. Godzilla kills everybody, or has <laughs> doesn't kill him, but he kills um, the three headed Godira. Yeah, and, right. You know, becomes the alpha. Yeah, and then Kong shows up. Because Kong like, is a lot bigger. Now, bitch? Kong's a lot bigger. <laughs> They've been setting up this monster verse, I feel, for three movies now. This is the third one. Yeah. Do it. People are good. This is going to make money. People are going to watch well, it. Well, and I agree with you there. It's definitely going to make money. I mean, and now at this point, like, because you're talking about possible third one and things like that, like, when does it stop and just all of a sudden beca- start becoming a cash grab? You know, I mean, John Wick Four. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, yeah, you're not, you're not wrong. I, I'm, you know, I had only just seen the first John Wick, but I mean, let's not get into this. Cinematic but. universes work. We've seen it work. You just have to do it correctly. Well, and that therein lies the problem because ninety percent of the time it's not done correctly. Right. The Mummy. That one yeah. failed. Oh, God. okay. <laughs> There's no monster verse coming. I remember or, when I caught you watching the new mummy and mocked you. Like I was like, I what was are you playing doing? phone games? Yeah. Well, you're always playing golf back, clash. More on that later. Back it was background noise, man. Uh. But no, for real. Like, and I even I think there was an article about Star Wars with Benioff and Weiss and Ryan Johnson kind of doing a Star Wars cinematic universe for right. the next series of movies that are coming out hmm. 22, 24, 26. Jesus. So it's I mean, if the if you have the model, work it. Right. But I it mean, took yeah. Marvel five movies before it worked. Right. Exactly. It yeah, ended like- with a banger in OG Avengers. Yeah. And it took them that long to get to that point. Because yep. you were like, all right, Iron Man, one, good. Two, good. Hulk, eh. Yeah. Four, meh. Captain America. Well, it didn't help that they had like, two Hulks either, you know? I mean, yeah, the, the multi Hulk issue and the, that screwed the, me up so bad. Well, and the but, merchandising rights to Hulk is still a mess, by see, the way. But, yeah, but Universal's playing that great. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. They oh, are yeah. like, yeah, go ahead, use them. I want all the money on right. the stuff. Yeah, I yeah. want all the money on the toys, the Hulk hands, the Hulk like, ride. Like Sony, like, shit, or get off the pot, man. Like, yeah, seriously. Sell Spider Man or do what Universal's doing. Right. Yeah, and that's what that's Venom what Sony is now really doing. Good, and now they're getting a second. Is it? That is what Sony. That is doing what now. Sony is now doing is is just reaping the bennies and letting Marvel do a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah, and but they're just getting the, the lion's not share. Not with the characters, though. Not with the shared characters. Like Venom, the Venom verse is still Sony. Right. They're getting that Carnage movie. Right. It's that made eight hundred million dollars. Like they're getting that. It's yeah. They're not going to get rid of that unless it bombs, and it's not going to bomb if they make. I mean, bomb is a relative term at this point. You know, I mean, anything you slap comic on anything, and it's going to make money. It's going to sell to someone. Yeah. yeah. I know. Solo bombed. Yeah. And bombed. This to the tune actually of, is a visual medium. Right. Bomb to so. the tune of what? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Bomb to the tune of what? Bomb to the tune of Disney changing the way they want to do. Lucasfilm changing the way they want to do standalone movies and making, per se, not announced, but instead of doing an Obi-Wan movie, throw Obi-Wan on Disney Plus and make it a TV show. Right. Right. Yeah. They're changing the way they want to do things because they thought they had a model that they well, you have to use, adapt. Yeah. And you now they're to, yeah. adapting to what 
the fans like, and a lot of it was slack for Last Jedi, granted, but <laughs> Solo wasn't bad movie. Sure. It was no. fun. No, but it was it was a bit it was one a note. It was a bit one note. It was a heist flick, you know, and people yeah. wanted more. But I thought it was a great heist flick. Yeah. You know, and quite frankly, if we don't get another movie with Donald Glover as Childish Lambino, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Either that or throw him into a show. No, he's not doing TV again. He's too big. Donald Glover's not doing TV. No. Nah. No, I mean, not like a full-time character, but like as a maybe like a one-time nah. off type of thing. I don't see him doing it. I just don't. The man got enough money from, I think it was, what, Amazon? Let him make his own movie with Rihanna? Like, if you've got make a movie with Rihanna offers, are you going to do a TV show? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. Harrison Ford said he'd never do Star Wars again, but they paid him enough. That's a good point. That's a good point. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of getting paid enough, uh, X-Men Dark Phoenix, I'm sure everyone got paid enough, but man, guys, I'm not going to lie to you. This might be the X-Men movie I've been the least excited about, and I love the X franchise. Right. But this story, the Dark Phoenix story, if you're familiar with it from the comics, it's too big to cram into one movie. They tried to do it in X3, and they fucking failed. Yeah. What makes you think you're better, James McAvoy? Uh, of course, for those unfamiliar, this will be a direct sequel to X-Men Apocalypse and one of the last movies in this version of the X-Men universe as Disney now owns it and have said they intend to reboot the X-Men. Hmm. I think this is the last one. I think No, New there is another one. Dead. I'm going to hit you with a surprise near the end here. What? They moved up a release date. I'm going to hit you with it. Don't uh, you worry. I think New Mutants is dead and they can't No, New Mutants Gantt. is happening. New Mutants is allegedly happening... In, yeah, we'll see. In uh, again, the current slated release date is August second, August second of this year. So we'll, we'll just combine these two. Let's talk about them both, because as of a week is that ago, what you're throwing at me. What's that? It was New Mutants? New Mutants throwing? is coming out in August. All right. So let's start with Dark Phoenix. Let's start with Dark Phoenix, of course. It's the story where Sansa finds out how they're ending Game of Thrones and loses her (laughs) shit on everyone, right? That would be a better movie. That might be a better movie. Listen, (laughs) I don't know if we have time in this podcast to explain how the actual Dark Phoenix saga worked in the 90s X-Men comic, but it was one of the most iconic storylines in the history of the X-Men. Right. Jean Grey loses her shit after getting superior powers and turns into the corrupt force, the Dark Phoenix. Ooh. Oh, scary. <laughs> I have no idea how they intend to do it in this movie. I have no idea how they're going to give her her powers, how they're going to explain the space elements of this. I'm just not excited for this one, probably because they messed it up so bad the first time around. And, and John, I don't know about you, I just don't have a whole lot of hope for this one. Well, I'll tell you what, sir. I don't know a damn thing about Dark Phoenix and never read a single X-Men comic book until I won one at Tardy's Grab Bags, okay? But and you still think this looks like shit? I, no, I oh. will tell you what. I think it looks okay for what it's worth. It looks okay. I like that. That's not bad. No, it's okay. This is the thing that John does, I think, better than anyone that I've ever done a show with. And I uh, mean radio, podcast, anything. Right. John realizes not everything has to be either great or the worst. Yeah. It can just be an okay movie. It's okay. It's okay to just be okay. Well, it's not okay to just be okay if you're a human being. You should always want to be more. If you walk out like you did in Endgame, no spoilers, Biff, and you go, wow, that was a fucking movie. Yeah. Or you walk out and you go, and eh, that was okay. Right. Or you go, that was shit. 
I think this is going to be, yeah, it was okay. I'm not mad that I spent $11 and went and saw this movie. Right. Yeah. They could have done better, but I don't know the story, so I don't know what they could have done better. Well, I mean, my <laughs> thing is, like, when you go out to make a, any movie at all, you know, you don't want to just be okay, but, you know, you obviously you've got maybe two, two and a half hours that you have to work on, work on something. Now, at this point, you know, Apocalypse really hasn't hinted towards, like, did, I don't, it's been a long time since I've seen Apocalypse. Did Apocalypse even hint towards Dark Phoenix Phoenix even being a thing? I think a little bit. You saw, like, a flash like, of it. So, but there, so there's a flash, right? Yeah. Now, how are you going to explain Dark Phoenix Rising, like, out of this whole thing within, what, the first maybe 20 minutes of the movie? And then, so hopefully you have a story? That sure is what they're alluding to in the trailers. And, well, that's the thing, Going too. To space, and I think that's trying to I save think, people. Well, right. And I think that's what Drew's concern is. Like, here, you know, we're like, we're not going to get the backstory that we deserve uh, because they're not going to have the allotted time to even do it. Unless you want to make a three hour X Men movie. <sighs> yeah, and that would be. Like I said, it worked for Endgame, but it probably won't work for this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, by the way, John, you were correct. Uh, it just happened a little bit ago is Disney pushed back. The article I'm referring to is from six days ago, and three days ago, Disney announced that they were pushing New Mutants to April 2020. Ugh. Oh, my God. I just don't think it happens. You I don't think it happens back either. far enough, man. So here's the quick story, the quick Sonic's backstory. Sonic's happening before that. Sonic <laughs> might happen before that. The quick story on New, Mut- New Mutants, you guys, if you're not familiar, this is one of those movies that, like, was actually filmed, and Biff, they, this may blow your mind, this was actually filmed in, like, 2017. Wait, what? This movie was filmed in 2017. It was supposed to be released in March of 2000. Oh, it was supposed to be, yeah, it was supposed to be released in 2018, then it was supposed to be released in 2019 of February. Right. Now it got moved to August 2nd because they required reshoots of the movie. Ugh. To make it more scary. But as what? of yeah. March of this year, they still had not done the reshoots. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then they're, but they're already talking about it, though. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't think, and I think John's point would be with Disney purchasing this, right? They're n- they might not do the reshoots because the reshoots were said to be setting up sequels and spinoffs. Ah. Uh, but this will be New Mutants will be the official last movie in the X Saga if it comes out. Right. Right. But it might not come out because it is, as John alluded to, there a straight horror film. This yeah. is a straight horror film. And it's weird, if you guys have listened to this podcast for any length of time, it's super weird that I am really, really tight-pantsed over a horror film. <laughs> but yeah, you're not a big horror I'm buff. not. I am a scaredy-pants. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, but the New Mutants <laughs> are some of my favorite characters in all of comics. And this cast, Macy Williams, Charlie Heaton, looks like a great cast. But again, I, I think with this release date being moved again to April of 2020, right. I don't know if we see this movie. It had a better chance when Fox wasn't owned by Disney. To well, yeah, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Clearly. They're like, eh, fuck it. Let's make some more money. Let's try anyway. Right. Let's give it a shot. Uh, speaking of making more money, guys, let's move on from the X universe into a universe that I don't think needed another movie, but we're getting a Toy Story 4 anyways. Uh, I'm out. I'm just, I'm out. It might just be that I'm 33 and old and crotchety, but you're literally just making movies now to make me cry yeah, and take my money and sell toys to my kid. Now, I feel, (laughs) I feel like I heard this, that 
Pixar is now done with the The Disney sequels. deal. Yeah. Okay. No, with just like the sequels. Okay. Like, no more no Bugs Life 2, which I still think they should do. <laughs> but maybe like Incredibles might keep going because it's such a smash, cult, yeah. smash, but like no up to no none of that like original content from here on out like new movies like Moana like, or like yeah, they aren't gonna make like, like Frozen three the Frozenist Frozen <laughs> three stuff like that now I don't know don't quote me on that but okay like, I feel like that's where Pixar is going because yes you are right oversaturation like right I think the OG Toy Story came out in what ninety seven ninety five ninety twenty five years ago so like yeah granted I was seven when that came out but yeah I don't want to see this Toy Story three Hit a little more at home because I was like, oh yeah, this one, you know, this was this is nostalgia. Now it's right. oversaturation. Yeah, now you're like, just like, okay, why? Kind of rehashing the same story over and over. You did two movies with Andy as a kid. Now you're doing two movies with Bonnie as a kid. Right. Is now the fifth one going to be Bonnie as Andy's age in the third one? No. So allegedly, allegedly, boys, this is like, the last one. They're advertising this as the last one, and to Disney's credit, they never advertised three as the last one. Yeah, I guess you're right. They didn't. They didn't. To their credit- No, they didn't. They left it way open. So now they've been- I've seen the advertisements of the final chapter in the toy story. So we'll see. What's far from being the final chapter is Spider-Man Far From Home. This one is hitting July 5th. Mm-hmm. And the trailer that got released after Avengers Endgame had been out for a week- might be one of the best movie trailers I've seen in a long time. Because I have no idea what the actual plot of Spider-Man Far From Home is going to be. I have no fucking clue. Yeah. But I'm really, really excited for a movie that I was kind of lukewarm about at first. You know, I was like, okay, so you're doing the Mysterio thing because fans wanted Mysterio. Oh, that's funny. You threw in Jake Gyllenhaal because he was going to be Spider-Man at one point. All right, that's adorable. Okay, they're on a field trip. All right, okay, fine. Yeah, fine. Now you've introduced a Samuel L. Jackson element into the mix. <laughs> and a multiverse. And a multiverse? Yeah. And oh yeah, Mysterio's a good guy? Right. Bitch, you've been in space. Bitch, you've been in space. <laughs> that line, if it does not make the actual movie, is a travesty. Oh yeah, it will though. It has to. It has to. I think I can say without question, we're all really excited for this one. Yes. I mean, Biff, Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man no, so far. No, I would absolutely agree. I was very, very uh, pessimistic about him being Spider-Man, but given his background and everything, like, he is a gymnast and everything, like, dude fucking kills it. Like, just fucking straight kills it as Spider-Man, for oh, real. Yeah. Uh, last one I want to talk about for this summer, because there are some, you know, It 2 hits September 6th. You've got the Joker movie October 4th. Yep. Those are fall movies. They're after my birthday, Okay. The last big one for the summer that I want to discuss with you guys uh, is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because I want to believe that everyone in this room is a Quentin Tarantino fan at this point. Yep. Um, And this cast looks amazing. The trailers for this look incredible. John, are you excited for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? I mean, it's Pitt and DiCaprio and your girl. Yes. Margot, by the way, for those that don't know, Margot Robbie is John's girl. Yeah. I'm excited. But I don't know what it's about, and I've been staying away from everything because I kind of want to go into it cold, like know nothing about it. Right. Like I want to grant this to the max. Sure. Just walk in blind and be like, <laughs> what is going on? Because that's how I 
think you should watch every Quentin Tarantino movie if you've never seen it. Yeah. You don't. True. You don't really ever. You don't re- should never really watch a trailer for a Quentin Tarantino movie because it's probably gonna trip you out anyway. Right. You're gonna go, go in back with one expectation and then not have it at all. So you might as well just go into it cold. Yep. And that's how I feel about that. <laughs> all right. Last one I want to talk about is a movie that's already out this summer. And then we do want to get into some Twitch topics with Biff here. And if you're streaming with us on Twitch, hey, thank you. We really appreciate it. Big shout out to the stream. Much love. Uh, we're going to try and do this once a month. Honestly, we're yeah. going to try and do this. We're going to make this a thing. You know, uh, in the span of about a month, John may not be able to join us as readily. But Biff and I are going to try and do this for you guys, for our Twitch family, because you guys have been so supportive of Biff. We got to try and give you something besides just Biff being awesome at games. But yeah, he's, but, he's but I'm not awesome. even awesome at games. That's the problem. You're <laughs> awesome at life, and that's why people watch. You don't need to be awesome at games if you have charisma. Right. It's true. Uh, Detective Pikachu. I got a couple of Poke dudes in the room, yeah. right? I don't know if you guys have seen Detective Pikachu. Not I yet. have. Okay. It's adorable and wonderful. Okay. It is everything that I wanted in a film. And yes, I'm saying film. But here's the question I'm going to ask two guys who haven't seen this yet. Could Detective Pikachu have a Transformers problem? Where the movie would just be better if you got rid of the damn humans. Oh. Would you watch a Pikachu movie, a Detective Pikachu movie, that was just Pokemon? Not necessarily animated, because I'll say this. Detective Pikachu's a visual treat. Right. The Pokemon look great in real-world settings. But would you want a movie where there's less people? Because there's a lot of people involved in Detective Pikachu. Okay. There's a lot of peopling. (laughs) And that was the problem with the first Transformers that everyone had, was who gives a shit about Shia LaBeouf and his grandpa's weird glasses? Yeah, we just want I just want the war on Cybertron. Right. Which, by the way, Bumblebee gave me some of, and man, was I excited about that. I did not know how much I needed that movie until I saw the little clip they did oh, yeah. during Bumblebee. And I right. was like, now I know that they could make a decent War on Cybertron yeah. movie. And again, the other thing they did in Bumblebee, and maybe it had to do with the casting of John Cena, was the robots fought more like people. They fought like wrestlers yeah. in Bumblebee. <laughs> like you could see, like I think one of them actually did an AA at one point, John Cena's <laughs> signature move. They did not do his dumb new five fingers of death or whatever the hell crap it is. But guys, here, here's the thing. Would you be more excited about a Detective Pikachu or even a sequel? Because there's already been rumors that they're doing a sequel. The movie's sure. been a hit. Would you want to see it with less people involved and maybe a story just about the world of Pokemon? I will say this. No. Really? No. I'm going to say no. You Why? want the people. Because Detective Pikachu, the game, is not technically... Part of the canon Pokemon universe. Oh, right. Look at this motherfucker. It is a spin-off. Look it at is this not guy. part of the Pokemon universe. And that's why I think this movie works. And I saw this online as well. It's that it's because it's not part of the canon Pokemon universe is why this movie worked. Yeah. Because you're not trying to live up to an expectation of a canon Pokemon universe. <coughs> Sonic. <coughs> oh, oh Sorry. my. You're oh, just that, making that a fun spin-off game movie. Right. And you're not having to live up to expectation. I think Greg would actually agree with me on this one. I mean, and that makes sense, too. I think, you know, being, um, you know, a fan of Pokemon, obviously, but I'm not, I wasn't like the huge fanboy I probably should have been because I wasn't a big Nintendo nerd when I was younger. Uh, I was into Sega and everything else. So, you know, going from being 26 years old at the time and playing Pokemon Red the first time, and then I see, you know, Pikachu, now with Deadpool's voice, 
running around with you know and i'm like wait no this what so th i think that's where a lot of my pessimism came from was there wasn't a lot of pokemon and i'm like okay this isn't gonna be blah blah, blah. but when you present it like that and that it's not canon with everything then and people understand that it's a standalone style thing then yeah i can understand why it would stand up and how drew who is not a massive pokemon fan nope. would absolutely enjoy it as well so i mean you know it has both areas mm -hmm. but i'm glad it works well in that middle ground that that's really good to hear by the way greg is calling you out saying it is a canon game but not a main series game okay <laughs> Greg's clearly yeah. enjoying the show on Twitch and is messaging us in the Court of Nerds group chat. We, we have no, a chat. No, that's why There's we have literally the chat, a chat. Because I need to be called out on some things because I don't know everything, but it's not a main series canon game, so that makes sense. Right. right. That's what he said? Yeah, that's what he said. Okay, thank Greg. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate you, Greg. Uh, all right, listen, Biff, you had some Twitch stuff you wanted to talk about. And by the way, Greg does agree with you that he liked the Pokemon with the people, and that people world is far more interesting than a straight Pokemon story. Mm, yes, I see that. Well, there so, you go. There we go. Thank you, Greg, our Pokemaster, for weighing in. <laughs> but now, Twitch Master Biff! Hello. So, first of all, man, uh, this Twitch channel that you've been building is is phenomenal. It's fun. I love when I can tune in. I've been way busy having to like do all this, like you know, have surgery called, shit. It's called life. This life garbage. But first of all, talk to me a little bit about what you're liking the most. What's your favorite trend on Twitch right now that you're seeing streamers do? Um, you know, I think one of the biggest things is people are getting a lot more comfortable with not only uh broadcasting software and things like that production values are actually starting to skyrocket you know you're starting to see more live versions of like basically produced television shows now um you know not only just the gaming content but you're seeing people's personalities come out where they wouldn't have a even have the ability to uh come out into the world you know it's not like public access is a thing anymore you know i mean it is but no one watches it everyone's got the internet so your public access now is twitch and i mean you're seeing a lot of personality come out in people that you may not have uh even been able to discover um i think the other thing is too like a lot of for me anyways it's not so much the gaming side it's the community side you know we have an amazing community here and i'm really sorry i can't look at chat i'm i love you guys <laughs> I feel so fucking bad right now for even doing this. Um, but, I mean, the biggest thing is, like, you know, they really become a family. I mean, we I have people come to me and say, you know, I can't believe that I was even able to talk to you about these things. You know, I try to present the, the forum of openness and community, and it seems to work out really well. Yeah, and I think that's something that we'd like to believe we embody as a group with Court of Absolutely. Nerds. Is that, like... That openness, that welcoming, that yep. like, hey, everyone is here for this. Everyone is here to support each other and everyone wants to lift each other up. Right. Except for John who wants to fight with everyone. <laughs> it's John's, that's your job in the group is fight everyone. One billion. One, One billion. One billion. Damn it, John. God damn it. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Billion. Uh, what's, if you could go through and change something on Twitch right now, Biff, what would you change? What's the one thing if you were if somebody was like, "Hey Biff, we're giving you control of Twitch for a day. Right. You can fix Twitch." Yeah. What are you fixing? What's your one thing that you're going to fix? Ads. Really? Ads. Ads. Yep. Ads are being ads are super ridiculous. I mean, even so I'll like granted I'm partnered, right? And I think the last time I was on the podcast was before I got partnered, and it still blows my mind that I'm even partnered on Twitch. Like I I can't believe it. Yeah. Um, but the fact of the matter is, like, there will be people that I've been following for years, but I can't subscribe to. 
I have to watch an ad right when I get there. I can't just say hi. Or if I do a raid on somebody, I have to watch a fucking ad for 30 seconds. And then hopefully they still reacted. And then raid. Yeah. And then, oh, wait, you reacted while I was watching an ad. Cool. Thanks, Twitch. An ad for for four hymns, the boner yeah. pills. Or like whatever, you know? It's like I prefer Blue Chew personally. Or sponsor hair loss. Blue Chew. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be sponsored. But I mean, I think, yeah, the ad, like, I understand, like, they need to make money and everything else. But I mean, it used to be when you had Twitch Prime or Amazon Prime and you connected your Twitch that no matter where you went, you didn't have ads unless someone, uh, like, say, I just aired an ad while I was on a BRB screen or something. Now, no matter what, you're watching an ad. Unless, like, hopefully you were in there before and then, yeah. So ads. That's the biggest fucking thing right now. All right. So what's some of the Twitch stuff you wanted to talk about tonight, man? What's some so of the things you wanted to bring actually, up? I was actually reading um, an article earlier. So they were supposedly kind of rolling out in beta subscriber only mode. Now, right now, so they have subscriber only chat. Um, but what that is, Internet. Thank you for the $5 donation, dude. I appreciate it. Thank you, friend. Hey. Love you, Internet. Um, the, the big thing is though, so what they're possibly going to be doing is having subscriber only video. So where if you're not subscribed to a channel, yeah. you can watch like a little preview of it, but then it shuts down and says, you must be subscribed to continue kind of like uh private calls oh, yeah. that happen on certain sites. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're all so, familiar, but we're all familiar. <laughs> Everyone clicked the button on accident at one point. Right. So, but I don't know if this is going to be for more of the esports side. Like, say I want to watch Overwatch League, and but I'm not subscribed to it, or I don't pay for the Overwatch League pass, or God dang it, people Noko get- with the gifted subs. Bless you. Thank you, Bless- Noko. Thank you. Chad, can we get some love and some hype in here? Yo, I know hype. this is out of context podcast. I'm no, sorry. it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Um, <laughs> no, we've, told, we've talked a couple That's of hype. times. If you're just listening to this podcast, we're also streaming live on Twitch. Well, how can people follow you on Twitch, by the way? Uh, we haven't B- pinned you- that enough. Yo, that's it. Hello Biff TV. Hello Biff TV. You guys should be subscribing or gifting subscriptions. Or following. Whatever. Yeah, or just showing or mad love. Do it. Zono. You guys are great. This is super cool. I love this. I appreciate it's, it's, it. It's cool being a part of this, by the way. No, I'm glad I was able to do it, man. Like, this it's neat, because normally sweet. when we podcast, we don't get any, like, feedback while we're doing the podcast. <laughs> right? Like, people tell we us hope we... hope it was good. People tell us we suck days later. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of neat having it's people be cool. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> but, I mean, so, I mean, that's, like, the two biggest things. Like, if they rule out the subscriber mode only, like, that's going to suck for people that don't have the ability to do that. Because, I mean, some people don't have money to subscribe or stuff, but, I mean, you can support, obviously, by lurking or hosting, things like that. Um, and I just, I hope they don't roll it out to people to do it on their private channels. I understand if it's, like, an esports organization, like, a CSGO tournament or some shit, like, and they want to pay the players with that. Yeah. Cool. Like, do that, for sure, because you have that fan base to be able to do that kind of thing. Right. But... I don't know. If they privatize it and allow like channels like me to do that, I'd be like, ah, fuck that. That's so stupid. Right. And and it's one of those things where like I think part of why Twitch has been so successful is because it's so accessible. Well, yeah, I agree. That's perfect statement. Absolutely. You know, and I mean, it's even like when when we were John, when we were at All In, right? Mm-hmm. We were at uh, Starcast, this big wrestling convention, and they were streaming all the coverage of yep. it on Twitch. Yeah. 
You know, and that's, I think, the biggest thing to me, Biff, and, and maybe you're seeing more of this than I am, is people now using Twitch for more stuff like what we're doing right now. Oh, yeah. The less traditional, you know, oh, I'm not necessarily streaming a video game or I'm not streaming, you know, me watching something else. Right. People are streaming their Dungeons and Dragons games. Oh, yeah. Geek and Sundry, all these guys, like, it's massive, especially Dungeons and Dragons podcast style stuff. Huge. Kate Pike, our close personal friend, does her makeup. Oh, good person, friend of the show. Right on Twitch. There you go. Yeah, and I, and, I, and I think that the biggest thing is that it's allowed people like you, Biff, or or people you know who don't have a following coming in, who don't have the you know the nerdist backing them, or don't right. have IGN backing you, or you yeah. don't you know you're not on like our friend K Pike. Maybe you're not on the the con circuit. You're not drumming up attention that way. But the thing with Twitch has been a lot like with, and I'm going to compare it to cable services. Yeah. Where, you know, my cable box, I turn it on and I look at it on demand. It's like, oh, here's what you watch. Here's what else you might like. And I find stuff I like all the time that yep. way. And I've found Twitch channels that I like yep. that way. John, you used to do this all the time when we were roommates. I would see you like going from Twitch channel to Twitch channel, like, <laughs> oh, well, so and so hosts, so and so hosted so and so. And that's how I'm watching Golf Clash Tommy. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, do you find it hard to interact with the chat? Like, like, cause you're not. I mean, you are, but you're not. Like, right, not right like now, it's but, killing right, you to like not right interact right with your chat. Yeah, right it's, now. Right. Sucks, it's killing you right now. Yeah. So, is that why you play games that you can pause and that are maybe That's necessarily not necessarily like easier, multiplayer, like battle royale stuff like that? Yeah. So you can interact with the chat. Do you yeah. find other channels not interacting with the chat? Makes them suffer a little bit. No, well, type of situation. For, suffer in the aspect that I'm going to watch them. Yeah, or like, like well, that and yeah. for the, like the fact that you'll get like multiple people asking questions and saying, "Hey, how come you didn't talk to me? How, how come you haven't done this? Hey, how come you haven't right. done this type of well, situation?" See, and because they're actually playing the game and they need right. to like concentrate. And most people understand that, and I understand that most people understand that, but I still feel like shit for not acknowledging chat as soon as it right. moves. Like that's just that's how I've. Always always been um and i've had a lot of people tell me that i spoil them like they'll go into other communities and like say hi and like their chat won't at tag them and say hi and um i can understand the frustration behind it and i'm not trying to say that like i'm the best twitch streamer ever or i'm the most interactive but i try my damnedest to make sure that i take care of the people that take care of me because at the end of the day without these amazing people in the chat right now I wouldn't be here. Right. You know, I, I have been blessed enough to become partnered. I've been blessed enough to have an amazing community. I've been blessed enough to have people like you guys, the Court of Nerds, uh, you know, help out with things and allow me to carry that name into something else. And it's it's been insane. I can't say that everyone's going to have the success that I have or someone might have more success. But you don't know unless you try. Um, and shit, sometimes crazy stuff happens. And you did, though. You went from... Overwatch to Stardew Valley, and it was something I feel like has helped you a ton because yeah. you have more interaction with the right. chat. You can bring more people in. You have time to like stop and read it. And when it was Overwatch, it was just wham bam, thank you, ma'am. Shoot, right. shoot, shoot. Ho hopefully, I and can catch you. You have to pay attention, yeah, because otherwise you'll die. And, and like you're I sick said, of chat <laughs> chat usually understands that kind of thing, but I still hate it. Um, but yeah, playing single player games has definitely been a lot more helpful. With uh, being able to stick with that chat interaction, absolutely. And I do like the fact that you play single-player games that people want to watch, too, including myself. Like, right. I, you played God of War recently, didn't you? No, or, actually, I haven't. That's on my or, that's on my list, but what? I've been playing Days Gone. 
Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, which yeah. that new uh, PS4 like, exclusive zombie game. I don't know how I get those two mixed up. But yeah. either way, yeah. I knew PS4, it was a single I'll give you that. They're game. both on PS4. So it's like yeah. I knew that you were doing something where it's like, okay, yeah, I kind of want to watch this game. And since you're interactive with it and it's like you can make it worth my time. Right. And that's why I think people like to go to Twitch. Yep. Because, I mean, people watch football. People watch Twitch. It's Dude, I mean, thing. well, shit, football's <laughs> fucking being broadcast on Twitch now. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestling is being cast on Twitch. NBA is being cast on Twitch. Like, it's a huge all these, platform. It's, dude, huge. it's, it's and, huge. You know, with these massive industries recognizing that, it's only going to continue to get bigger and better for the content creators as well. Yeah. No, and that's true. And that's one of those things that I think... I think people underestimate Twitch and think that it is just for streaming video games. Right. And I think if you're saying that, then you are definitely not understanding what it is that Twitch does now. Right. Because it may have started being this hyper video gaming platform. Of course. And now it's evolved into so much more as other companies, like you mentioned, the NBA, the yeah. NFL, you know, uh, wrestling. The Impact streams their Wrestling's entire Friday night show huge. on Twitch. Yeah. Huge. You know, again, uh, the, the guys that are now known as All Elite Wrestling streamed their first press conference on Twitch. Nice. I remember sitting in a gas station parking lot watching <laughs> it after Isaac got picked up because his grandma was so late to get him. <laughs> okay. Shug? No, it wasn't Grandma Shug. It was Deb. Oh. It was Nana. <laughs> grandma right. Shug's, grandma, well, Grandma Shug's always late too. That's not right. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it, Grandma Shug. I just Shug. wanted to call your mom out live on Twitch. <laughs> you love my mom. Don't even argue. <laughs> I know. Shug's the best. All right, listen, guys, we're going to wrap this thing up. But before we do, we want to remind you guys that this podcast is not possible without our good friends at Tardy's Collector's Corner. They are phenomenal. They will sell you books. They will sell you, listen, whatever you need nerd-wise, go ask Gavin and Dee. And if they don't got it, they can find it for you. They'll do it. That's who they are. June 8th is the 40th anniversary party. There's going to be a charity auction. Eric Powell from Goon is going to be in the house, part of their anniversary tour. Get all those details on Facebook or stop by Tardy's Collector's Corner today. Biff, shout out your sponsors on the cast. Yo, guys, definitely just make sure you're checking out my amazing sponsors over at OP Seat. You guys can do exclamation point OP Seat in the chat right now, or you can hit up all the links available at thecourtofnerds.com, uh, as well as Quip and Green Mitten, another local company here to West Michigan. Dude, by the way, fuck yeah, Green Mitten. Right? Fuck with those guys heavy. Go to their store. They own a store. They own a store. Like, how cool is that for them? Insane. Like, Green Mitten, those guys make quality products, and you know what? I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm very happy that I'm finally gonna be thin enough to wear some of their shit. Hell yeah. Hey so, I'm gonna be very happy about that. Guys, expect to see me in your store soon. Plus, they make great CBD products. They do. They make phenomenal CBD products. As somebody who's just recently getting into that version of that thing. Yes, sir. CBD products are phenomenal, and Green Mitten makes fully tested, clean products. There you go, Green Mitten. I fucking love you guys. Love everything they do. Love what you guys do. Thank you to the Twitch family. Thank you guys for streaming with us today. Uh, If you guys like this, Biff and I will do this more, more, more often. Otherwise, try like once a month. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll just come out to Biff's house and hang out while he does Twitch streams and just annoy Biff and his beautiful, wonderful wife. Yeah. So follow. What's your wife's Twitch too, by the way? Mel Vicious. Mel Vicious. Follow Mel too. All right. Hello, Biff TV. Mel Vicious. Us. Well, I'm Drew. I'm John. I'm Biff. And we're quarter nerds. Don't be a fool. Wrap your tool.